1: Hi, I'm Tane. And I'm Aide, and this is Alter Call, a Married at First Sight podcast.
2: Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode. Yes, we are still on season 16, but this time we will be discussing the Tell All special with former cast members from MAFS. Hi, Aide. Hi,
1: Tane. How are you? I'm alright. I I thought (laughs) the name of this episode was like Cast Tell All Nashville which was quite bizarre. They spent like three minutes talking about the actual season and the rest of it was a retrospective. And they're not the cast of Nashville? The whole thing they have to rename that. Oh, I didn't notice that it had Nashville. I just thought it was Cast Tell All. Mm -mm. And then why was it called the Cast Tell All if it was old cast? The the naming was all off for me. It bothered me. Oh, they should have done some like retro or something like that. But
2: what an interesting choice. But we'll get to it. Um, Can you share with the people
1: the updates
2: that we have, please?
1: So in honor of Pride, uh, I believe Netflix has dropped the Queer Ultimatum. And we are going to cover it on uh, an episode next week on our Patreon. So go there to check it out. Next week, we will also have a guest. Um, because Tane will be out. So I will be with a special guest and yeah, that's the news. Yeah. What is going on with, I guess, the people who are on the show today and all the other people who used to be on MAPS?
2: (laughs) <laughs> the people who are on the show today were such an interesting mix, but I know, right? The whole episode should probably have been our social media updates, but the biggest news on Mavs World this week is that Woody and Amani are expecting baby number two.
1: I, I God bless them. I'm just like, that is two under two. <laughs>
2: Get it all out the way. <laughs> it's a lot of work now. Then by the time they're like 11 and 10, it's like a breeze. <laughs> But congratulations to them. Um, Baby number two is coming November 2023. So, yay. It did not last long, but Katina is back on Instagram.
1: But is she back on Instagram by herself or does she have company? So far by herself. So Mm -hmm. far by herself.
2: We'll see what happens. (laughs) Um, Alexis announced that uh, she is finally divorced. She said, what did she say exactly? She's the fine ex-wife of somebody or something like that. But yeah. So congratulations to her. Um, Especially since we find out uh, Kristen is still going through the process.
1: So yeah, I guess it just takes a while in California. I mean, it takes a while everywhere. These people are always spending forever getting divorced. (laughs) Um,
2: I don't even know if this is news. I don't know why I have this, but Nate is moving out of his apartment, which I didn't realize was a studio apartment. It kind of looked a little bigger. Than a studio, and he's moving to a bigger unit. So, congratulations! I don't he know. He wrote that. such a long post about it.
1: I'm like, oh My guy, you're moving <laughs> apartments <laughs> like one sentence max. Oh, I was on a journey of a when I felt this way. When I moved, I was like, Just move. Is everything content? Everything
2: Everything is content. Um, former expert Rachel D'Alto got married. Congratulations to her. Um, Steph from the Philly season turned 40 and she had like a little party and Keith and Christine also showed up so it's nice to see they came to visit them in Key West so it's nice to see that the cast is still keeping up with each other and they're kind of low profile Keith and Christine I haven't seen much about them also Steph and AJ honestly they're kind of low profile all they do is just go on their adventures they're always in water by a beach and just living their best life really I would be happy to see them on stuff like what we watched tonight yeah I think so And AJ is not going to hold back. So it'll be fun. (laughs) Um, I mentioned this already before, but it is this week. Season 13 of Maps Houston is going to be on Netflix. Because I know we got a message from a listener who is catching up. Megan. Hi, Megan. Welcome. Welcome. it's always nice when people tell us that they're catching up on old seasons and listening back to our old episodes. We appreciate it. So, um, yeah. So if you want to do that with Houston, it's going to be on Netflix and you can go back and listen to our old episodes.
1: I wish you all I've said it before. I'll say it again with Netflix cracking down. I wish you all well in maintaining your Netflix access. Good luck.
2: And finally, according to MAFS fan, the new season in Denver is going to be premiering in July, and I'm like, "Damn, we don't even get a breather—not even like a month. Like, what is the plan here?"
1: I, I I cannot say that this news is in any way unexpected. They Holy do not God. want us to go one minute without MAFS, so we're, I would not be surprised if we roll maybe one week in between. Next thing you know, we'll be on to the next season. That's crazy. I feel like with every season, it's like a relationship where you need
2: to take a break and just take a deep breath and get it out your system. And then we start with the new, especially after a season like this, this was a never ending season and it wasn't even like the best. So anyways, we keep our fingers crossed and hope that the next season will be better. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. All right, guys, we'll be back to discuss this episode.
1: Life doesn't happen biweekly, weekly so why should payday? The money you make can be in your hands today with Earn In. Earn In is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work. Up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Just download the EarnIn app and verify your paycheck. Then access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. Summer is coming, and it is time for all of us to go on vacation. You can use the money you earn from Earn In to buy a new bathing suit or some new clothes for your fun summer vacation. Download Earn In today, spelled
2: E-A-R-N-I-N, in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earn In app, type in Altacall on the podcast. When you sign up, it'll really help the show. That's Altacall on the podcast. Subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max. See earnin.com TOS for details. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank & Trust, member FDIC. If you're like me and looking to cut back on alcohol this year, Recess Zero Proof Craft Mocktails are the perfect alcohol replacement. They've recreated the cocktails you know and love, like their ginger lime mule, and Grapefruit Paloma, which happens to be my favorites, you can enjoy the flavors and feelings of those cocktails without the booze. Zero proof, zero compromise. Listeners can get 15% of the Recess Mocktail Sampler at takearecess.com slash M-A-F-S.
1: You guys know I don't drink very much, so Recess is a great substitute while everybody else imbibes. It's a lightly sparkling mocktail infused with functional ingredients like uplifting guayusa and stress-balancing adaptogens. Whether you're relaxing after work or hanging out with friends, make recess mocktails your drink between drinks or your forever mocktail. Get 15% off recess mocktails now at takearecess.com slash M-A-F-S so you can enjoy your favorite cocktails without the consequences.
2: Ladies, you know that vicious week before your period where you feel like you want to crawl out of your skin, you feel a little bit down or off and those cravings when you feel like you could eat anything in sight? Well, there's a solution for that.
1: Now it's easier to manage your PMS with estro control. You have to try Hormone Harmony. Happy Mammoth, the company that created Hormone Harmony, is dedicated to making women's lives easier. And that means using only science backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women. They make no compromise when it comes to quality. And it shows. For a limited time, you can get 15% off on your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code ALTERCALLMAFS at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code ALTARCALLMAFS for 15% off today. And we're back. So getting
2: into this two hour, did not have to be two hours. I think after
1: a certain point, I'm like, eh. How did you feel about the episode? I really liked it, but with I'm with you. One hour, one and a half hour max. Two hours was too long. And I could tell when they just started fillering. Fillering. Yeah, just
2: fillering real hard. I mean, thank God they had Lindsay. Because if they didn't have Lindsay, honestly, what would we have had? Uh, there was some other interesting stuff in there. But Lindsay was the star of the show. Yeah. I think the people they chose were very... I thought it was interesting. And I also thought... I mean, I, I by the end of the episode, I realized why. I guess there was just one married couple because... versus more. There's just more content with the people who it didn't work out with. <laughs> <laughs> there's only so much you can talk about with Shanice and Jeffy, and there's with the married couples. And also, I feel like they've done like with the tell all and the recaps in the previous senses, like how was it? What was going on? Maybe they have all those answers already. And it might have been repetitive, but I think there's just more content to mine with for from those that didn't work out with. So.
1: From those who are willing
2: to trash their ex? Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, gosh. But anyways, it was hosted by Monique Kelly. We've talked about it before. Like, we didn't have any of the familiar faces. I do wonder if Keisha was not
1: a maternity leave, would they have used her? I don't know. Do you think so? I, I wish they would could have, but I don't know. They are bringing in a lot of people for these specials and extra specials. So good for Monique. She was all right.
2: Yeah. I, did a, I don't know who she is, so I just did a little Googling. She's a dating expert. She has a podcast, and she makes appearances on, like, talk shows and stuff. So she has a name for herself. I just didn't know who she was. So the guests were Henry from the New Orleans season. Shaunice and Jeffy from Boston part one, Kristen from the San Diego season, Lindsay from Boston part two season, Mindy from the DC season, and Tristan from Dallas. Um, As always, I wondered when this was shot because I have no idea what the timeline
1: is with this. You can go find it on Mindy and Steve's (laughs) social media. I'm joking, but I feel like that's actually a good clue is to go find it on their social media.
2: Well, they already had that picture, the picture that they had on there and they had it on the episode. So who knows when, how long after. Yeah. It was filmed. So anyways, they keep saying Monique is like, Oh, we have all these people to help to spill all the tea. And we're going to have a surprise guest. And they're all like, Oh, I hope
1: it's Pascal." And I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is my problem with math. So, so you have this poor woman who shot this show saying surprise guest, surprise guest. I'm like, You guys, it was in the preview. There is no surprise. I just had to think, who was in the preview is not out here right now. That's the surprise guest.
2: (laughs) Maybe it was for the benefit of the cast (laughs) that was on there. So she asked what they've been up to. Lindsay Lindsay says that she's now living in Palo Alto and she's dating. They met online and he he lives with her. I found that interesting. She didn't say we live
1: together. She said he lives with me. (laughs) <laughs> I I'm which like, <laughs> implies that he don't pay rent and you do that that's what I heard she I don't think she would do you think she would let that happen? I don't like know was, I'm just the way was, she said it was super
2: interesting. he lives with me interesting. Mindy says she switched career paths and she's a data scientist now living in San Diego and recently she's been dating more intentionally and it's new. Tristan, I was like I wonder how they got him to come back because that was like the most random. He's just not been anything part of MAPS for like forever. He says he's been married three years. He bought a business for his wife. I mean, part of his tutoring that he does. And they have a two-year-old. Henry says he has a girlfriend. Her name is Kayla. They met the old-fashioned way through a dating app. Henry was st- he's still funny. And, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and before she asks, they've, they have consummated the relationship. So everyone laughs about that. Shanice and Jeffy says it's about to be six years That they've been married Their daughter is doing well And that's about it Updates for them um, I wanted to know if, what uh, Jeffy does for a living That's been a question of mine for years Because I know he's not <laughs> teaching anymore And at some point One of the couples came It seemed like he was doing Uber so, But the update was just like six years married And daughter's doing well I'm like we could find that out on your social media Give us an update so. <laughs> Kristen says for her, and I'm glad she answered this because this is a question that I had asked. She had a promotion that fell through and she was supposed to move to New York, but it, it, it fell through, but she got another job. So for right now, she's still with family in Virginia. So, but she got another job and she's moving to New York and she'll start dating when she gets there. And like I told you guys last week, she has moved to New York. She has gotten her apartment and all that jazz. So. Monique asked them what their thoughts were on the Nashville season. Kristen is making faces the entire time. And they're like, okay, since you're making faces, you go first. And she's like, it was a hot mess. She just feels like there was one person in each couple that gave up. Tristan says that a lot of them this season were not ready. They were not ready to be vulnerable. And there was a lot of finger pointing.
1: I was just shocked that he watched. <laughs> I was shocked that they allowed these opinions to be aired on the show. Oh, why? I was like, this is too honest for maths. They're allowing Kristen to say that this season was terrible, just like we've been saying? Oh, I don't think she meant it like it could easily
2: just be like it was a hot mess, kind of like how Atlanta was. No, Charlotte, whatever season that was. Like maybe the people were a hot mess, not necessarily the season. Because some people like hot mess, some people could interpret that as drama. Mm. (laughs) So Lindsay says, she doesn't like Mark. Oh, she doesn't like Mac. And he gave her the vibes that he just wanted to be on reality show. And she heard that he and Gina were on their second date. I'm like, Lindsay, nobody asked you to come in here. That's spilling tea, even though it's called Tell All. But MASH is not that <laughs> kind of show. MASH is the kind of show where you should be like Phaedra. You act like you're a good Christian woman Put a skirt over your sh- put a cloth over your short skirt and just act like everything's fine.
1: Don't come here and give the real real. That's not what anybody's asking you for. But um,
2: Maybe she you says, can "Explain
1: it to me. I didn't understand the scandal of Mac going on a second date with Gina."
2: Um, she feels like he's just trying to extend it. Like if I go out with Gina, that's a story that they'll want to explore, and that gives me airtime.
1: Oh, I, I mean, the thing is, I agree with her.
2: Well <laughs> here's the thing with Lindsay. Lindsay's not always wrong. Sometimes Lindsay is <laughs> spot on, but yeah. it's her delivery and everything else that comes with it. And it's just like, all right, Lindsay, pipe down.
1: So it's hard to deal or even listen to her because you have to spend a lot of time waiting through: is that the true? Mur- is that not true? If it's true, why is it being presented in the most hurtful way possible? You yeah. just have to do a lot of thinking because she's not a reliable source, but she does have some reliable information.
2: Yeah. Lindsay and Kristen, actually, to me, are the same people, but they're the representation of how you can harness that extraness in a good way. I mean, I still find Kristen annoying, but in a good way. And Lindsay is when you harness it in a mean way because they're both <laughs> really extra. I thought Kristen was so extra. She did a lot of the talking. Um, on the tell all too, but she's just so nice and bubbly that she's not mean spirited about it. Lindsay's
1: just, is angry the word? I don't know what it is,
2: but there's something going on.
1: Kristen is also self-deprecating. So she just doesn't spend her time trashing people. She also makes fun of herself sometimes. Lindsay will never. Oh, Lindsay is the shit. The hero. Main character syndrome. (laughs) So, (laughs) um...
2: She says there. she also heard that there are one or two castmates that want to hook up with old castmates. And to me, an opportunity was missed when the camera did not pan to Mindy because (laughs) I mean, so Monique asks like, anybody have updates regarding their exes? Tristan jokes. Oh, we're best friends. And they laugh. And he's like, I have no idea. Mindy says like, yeah, I'm not in his life at all. Henry says, um, I haven't spoken to her, but I, last I heard she was in Mexico. Um, Kristen and Mitch, um, Kristen says that they're still married. They haven't spoken. Last they spoke was about the divorce papers. He asked her to help her with it. And that was like four months ago. Lindsay says, Mark keeps messaging her. Like he wants to send her a birthday card, but she's like, no, she's the kind of person that moves on. And she's just like, don't don't be in my space. I'm like, eh, Lindsay, don't be extra. So she asked Kristen if anyone has slid in her DMS and she says, um, yeah, a couple of people have, but it's kind of being platonic. And then she says Ryan from Houston and I'm like tracks. And then she goes, Mark reached out a few times. I'm like tracks. <laughs> and she said, Mark reached out and she did not respond like towards the end of their season. And then all of a sudden it was like 24 DMS. <laughs> so when filming wrapped, she told him like, yeah, um, I don't think my future is in the maths world. So let's just leave it at that. And that was it. You know, again, Lindsay was a lot of things, but Mark was also a lot of things. And Mark is like an eager child that just wants to, that wants to please. And I'm just, why would you send anybody 24
1: DMs that's not responding to you? Uh, You call him an eager child. I think it's a little bit, I don't know how to describe it. Mark desires attention just as much as Lindsay does. He just goes about different ways of getting it.
2: It's well, let me let me let me expand on what I mean. It's like maybe his inner child that didn't get enough attention, he's still trying to get that because why on earth would this man say he will do maths again? Remember, he stalked the show for how many years and he got cast, and then after everything he went through, he's like, I'll still do it again. Why? I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you. (laughs) So, Lindsay says that that's how he is. He's very text heavy while they were married, he would text his married friend every day. And he would DM with Alyssa. Everybody's just making faces at this point. Like everyone's just like, oh gosh. So they come back from commercial and they bring out the very special guest. And it was like, Steve from Boston, we. But Lindsay had a face. It took me a while to realize that Lindsay did not know that he was going to be there. (laughs) (laughs) She was not happy. So she asks um, who he speaks to. And he goes, all of the guys. He does say, and I say this because it's going to come up later. He mentions, like, Mark, like, he's such a great guy. This is where I agree with Lindsay that it was a dig. Like Yes. Yes, it was a dig. He and didn't he say says, anything about anybody else's characters, just yeah. not... Mark. Yeah. And then he says, Jasmina and Katina, that he invited them to his birthday. He's talking about his split, that it's been a year. This whole time, Lindsay is huffing and puffing in her chair. And Steve says, you know, we're not on speaking terms. And if someone else doesn't want to be cordial, that's up to them. Lindsay suddenly is like, she knows Lutz, but she's not going to say anything. And Tristan is like, why stop now?
1: (laughs) So Tristan and Henry were very, very quiet, honestly, throughout this whole thing. But I'm telling you, Tristan and Henry, they're snipers from the side. (laughs) Because they come out with these little comments and you're like, oh, that's funny.
2: But it's almost like Lindsay is the new school of maps. Because in Tristan's day, like, go watch all the past reunions. Everyone's tame and... You know, just chilling or whatever. But in the new school, you have Alexis that's gonna come back. We had Justin and Nate trying to get into it, and now we have Lindsay just mouthing off. And Tristan's like, "Is this what I missed in the last <laughs> how many years?" <laughs> so, um, Lindsay says that um, sh- Steve is a calculated liar. And oh, when they, when he says why now, Lindsay says because Steve is a calculated liar, and she wouldn't give many opportunities to take advantage and work something out. Monique was like, okay, I thought you guys left things and you guys were cool, and they do a flashback of them saying, you know, we'll put things behind in the couples when they all came back again afterwards in the retreat thing. Steve says, it's unfortunate It's unfortunate to see other pe- people speak on other people's relationships. And Lindsay says, if you want me to start, I will. And, you know, I know you need a paycheck and somewhere to live. And I'm like, you're being ridiculous. You're in the show too. Do you need a paycheck and somewhere to live? Like, I just... <laughs> Why do you think it's okay for you to be on here, but not somebody else? But, anyways, Mindy's like, I need to step in. That like Steve is only here because he was visiting me and I asked him to be here. I mean, devil's advocate. Steve might have timed his visit. <laughs> so he could not- be at the show. Yeah,
1: yeah.
2: So they ask how they met and all that. And she's like, Oh, I'm so shy that she sent him a message that she was switching careers. And right now they're just feeling things out and there's the distance factor. It's how far is Boston from San Diego? Do you know? Boston from San Diego? Yeah. What's the distance? Like how far? Because he's in Boston and
1: she's in San Diego. That's coast to coast. I mean, 5,000 miles, 3,000 miles? Like how many hour flight? Oh, five hour, five, six hour flight. No, yeah. Five. Yeah. Five hours about there. Five and a half.
2: That's too long of a distance for me. So he says, um, it was nice to have someone who understands this math's experience and Henry just dryly, everything he says is dryly. He's like the biggest lesson, Kristen, when your divorce is over is that you should use LinkedIn <laughs>
1: and try to meet somebody and expand your network. So-, so when Mindy explained how she messaged Steve, I was like, so what about all the other people who we've seen you with? What, why know. did you message all of them? Ben, I, I guess some of them messaged her.
2: Well, I guess now it makes sense if she moved to San Diego, maybe just reaching out to people that you know, like, hey, I'm in your area hanging okay. out and Excellent stuff. those.
1: Ryan. <laughs> Ryan is thirsty. <laughs> Mindy's Ryan got a list thirsty. and I judge her hardcore for it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um. Lindsay is still huffing and puffing, but then all of a sudden she's like, I've never met this girl, which I thought was rude. Like, why do you have to say it that way? And if she's happy, that's all that matters. But he's a lying piece of trash. And she watched him manipulate and lie. And she she knows what he did to her friend. I'm like, is she caping for Noi? Who was... Didn't
1: they like... Okay, maybe I missed something. But Monique... She's caping for Noi. Because she and Noi are friends, remember? Now. Uh, Now. But also... Like, Lindsay is an angry little chihuahua. If it wasn't Noi, it was something else. If she wants to be mad at you, she'll find her reasons. I don't even know how you can cape. Like, you hear one side, you're happy in your
2: relationship. It's been so long. The two parties are happy in their different relationships. You're the one still angry? Doesn't make any sense. So Monique says, okay, can't people grow? And she goes, yeah, sure, but I'm yet to see that. And then Sharnice was like, yeah, I mean... I watch your season, Mindy. You just deserve to be happy, so I wish you the best. Monique asks about um, Mac and Gina. Like, do you think that they're a better match? And Steve says, probably, and Kristen agrees. And they go on commercial. It was just a lot of fluff. We got a lot of fluff moments. They come back, and this stat really blew my mind, that 128 singles have gotten married in 16 seasons. It's a lot of people that is a lot of people. So, so St. She's Monique says, since that happened, she asks about a rematch and who are the people they think would need a rematch. And quickly says, Paige, Tristan says, Amber from Charlotte, Mindy says, Kristen and Mika and Chris from Boston. And Lindsay's like, I cannot co-sign that. Everyone is like, again, what? And then Lindsay's like, I can't co-sign that I thought he was a nice guy, but I set him up with my friend, and then he started isolating her and telling her she can't go to book club and all that, and that's a red flag. Okay, I, <laughs> I don't even know how to dissect If it's true, yes, I understand. Like, you shouldn't isolate her, you shouldn't do all that. But I feel like Lindsay writes stories in her head sometimes but i don't know with Lindsay, i never know what's true or not and like i said she sounds like someone who's been to a lot of therapy
1: but i don't know if she's letting the therapy do its work you know i gotta find this i don't know if i should find this tweet but lovey tweeted about how when certain people go to therapy all they get out of it is like tools that they can weaponize against people with with better mm-hmm. language mm. i'm re- paraphrasing but i was like yes i yeah. feel like i hear this all the time on maps people go to therapy and they find words and they find Lindsay is a classic case yeah <laughs> she doesn't do any inner work in therapy she just finds words to weaponize against people and it sounds better because she went to therapy yeah and somewhere in the episode, I think when they asked about the trolls
2: on the internet and she said something about, I'm going to use words that you don't even understand. There's such a condescension to a lot of the things that she says that I'm like, Lindsay, come on. Anyways. um, So they talk about fame um, aftermaths, how long it took to date afterwards, how difficult it was. And then they ask if they do, do they want to get married even more or after? Um, And then Seanish and Jeffy talk about how much they fought because Monique asked them, what was it like watching their season? They were like, they just fought so much that at some point they stopped watching it together. But now they try to watch it together and now they can laugh. Lindsay says that she didn't fully watch
1: her season. I don't know why I find that hard to believe. I find it (laughs) hard to believe. Well, actually I do believe it. I think the first time she saw herself, Authentically, she's like, oh, no, 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 no. I'm not watching that.
2: (laughs) And then she says, and most of her damage was done by her castmates. And there was a lot of coaching. And I'm just like, this is my problem with Lindsay. Again, she's not always wrong, but she does not take accountability. And then how can you say this? Like you did some things. Like how do you not see, how is it always somebody else's problem that's at fault?
1: It's very bizarre to me. And how can you claim that when you have not seen the whole season? Yeah. If you are confused about why people have a certain perception of you, all you have to do is watch your season and get you refuse yep. and then blame your classmates for coaching yep. the damage that was done by them. And this is different. Usually
2: people blame production. This is new. Castmates <laughs> have that much power. So Steve says it's unfortunate that him being nice is viewed negatively. Um, and he was just mentioning that she and Alyssa had a chance to redeem themselves because what she meant by the coaching was like, he was telling them like, hey, this is not going to be received well. Like you still have a chance. Like just do this, do that. So you can be seen well, which is still a side eye because that means that Steve was very conscious of the camera and how it's going to come. And because for, for for better or worse, Lindsay is herself. <laughs> I'll give her that. She's not trying to give us, Uh, curated version of herself. Mm -hmm. So, Lindsay stops him and says, first of all, that's a rude and insulting comment. Mindy says, reminds her, like, you called him trash. She goes, yes, because (laughs) and then she's like, yes, because he forced Noi to pay her rent. To pay his rent. And I'm like, Steve says, that's slander. Can we say slander? All the while Jeffy is hiding behind Shawnice's hair. He's making faces. Tristan's eyes are bulging. Henry is like, oh my God, and she's like, what is happening? She's like, Steve tried to coach Mark the entire time when they had the group settings, they talked about her when she wasn't there. I'm like, that that's what they do. They talk about the wives. So Monique tries to diffuse the tension and she tells her like, you know, there's a lot of tension here and Lindsay snaps at her and is like, hold on, give me a second. And you know what they did to me, what you did to me specifically was wrong. He's like, listen, I don't respond to the mean things you say about me. I don't even communicate with you and the things that you say that are not true. And she's like, I've seen the messages. I've seen what you say. And you can't come here and play master communicator. And you're a master manipulator. And Monique asked, like, and she says, like, things like, he came in here and said, like, Mark was a great guy. And Monique was like, are you upset that he called Mark a great guy? And she goes,
1: no. (laughs) The thing is, I would have given her that. I think that it would be legitimate to be upset that he called Mark a great guy. He only did that to be a dick to Lindsay. It was very obvious. Yes. Now the rest of it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm She's like, no, but he takes all these digs, but instead he's telling me to be better. Why don't you, I hope that he gets a job and stops living off women and his parents. I'm like, you know, this is when I realized that Lindsay's just mad that we don't hate Mark and Steve. <laughs> and she just wants us <laughs> to hate them so much. Like we don't know the real them, but I don't know. No, I may be telling her side of the story, but you should know because the same way Mark is going to tell his story, you're going to say it's not true. You have your side. You can't just, I mean, Jeffy said it. She's right or die. Like, okay. But again, not your relationship. It's been a year. You're in a relationship. Noise in a relationship. Steve's in a relationship. Move on. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, something. So. Mindy says it's not true that Steve always offers to pay for everything. We split stuff and then he pays for stuff. So it is not true in her experience. Steve says, like Monique asked Steve, like, do you have anything to say? He's like, no, I did not pay for my rent. And then she asked Steve like, you know, but do you have money? Do you not? Like, why don't you just shut it down? And Steve, rightly so, is like, what am I supposed to do? Like, what is he supposed to do? <laughs> Either you believe he has money or he doesn't. Like, I'm not going to come out with my bank account. Like, anyone who wants to date him, they can find out and realize. But again, not our problem. The show's done and yeah. we can move on. Tristan is like, I don't care if he has money
1: or not. It's not my business. Like, <laughs> the thing about this caping is, like, do you think that Noi is appreciative Of Lindsay going and spilling their business again? Isn't that what got got their friendship in trouble to begin with? Well, I guess it helps her story like I'm real. I stand for the
2: truth. Ha ha ha. I don't know. It's either way. It's just you come on TV again and this is what you want to spend your time on? Not even your relationship. Interesting. So um, Monique is speaking and... I don't know what she was saying, and then Lindsay just gets
1: up and walks off.
2: Hmm. And I'm like, okay, she was taking them to break,
1: so that was the most annoying thing. She was like, "We're taking a break." All Lindsay had to do was sit there for 20 more seconds, and then she could have walked off. But she had to do it in grand dramatic style.
2: Doing too much at this point. And then Monique goes after her. I hated that. Leave (laughs) her. Let her have that. But the funniest part to me was the juxtaposition of Lindsay having a meltdown and Monique talking to her. And then we switched to the set. Um, She's calling Steve a liar and all that. And Steve and Mindy are just smiling and taking selfies, unbothered. (laughs) 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 That was so funny to me. So they're all talking on the cat, like, what is happening? Like, Mindy keeps mouthing, what the fuck? What the fuck? And then Kristen is like, I mean hurt people hurt people and she just shouldn't have engaged that there's an option to do that and Lindsay was telling monique like you know they shouldn't have surprised me and monique tells her like you know you have an opportunity to change the narrative of what people think about you um no you don't (laughs) (laughs) nothing's gonna change
0: save big on your memorial day barbecue all in the kroger app
2: So she says, just come back to the stage and show them who you are. Show them this Lindsay. I'm like, what Lindsay? Because it's consistent. So she comes out and the first thing she wants to clarify is like, I just want to clarify that Steve isn't here to upset you, but he's here because he's dating Mindy. I'm like, how strong is your main character syndrome that you think they planned all of this to bring her? And because I don't even know if production knows how deep her hatred for him (laughs) runs.
1: Because last we saw, they made up so mm. you think production's looking at social media though where apparently she's still talking shit about him I don't know they could have
2: placed anybody and Lindsay would have popped off she wants to create a moment so she would have found a way
1: I wish they would have brought Alyssa that would have really driven her around the bend Alyssa would never touch this show with a 10 foot pole (laughs) (laughs) So
2: they asked them about their typical filming schedule. They say it's a grueling schedule. I think the whole idea of the show was they were supposed to pull the curtains back on the show, but they gave us nothing. Absolutely nothing. Like maybe like questions that we like to ask, like who plans the date or who chooses where you go to or the restaurant or something like that. I think that's the angle they should have gone, but it fell very flat. So... They say it's a grueling schedule and she asks if they get used to the cameras capturing their intimate moments. They're like, no, not really. Most of their intimate moments were off camera. Um, and this is for Shawnice and Jeffy. They bring up Lindsay's hot mic moment and they ask her if she had any regrets. And she says she regrets that she had a mic and she wasn't going to act like what she wasn't. Um, they talk about the surveillance com- camera and how they used to forget about it. Mindy drops like tepid tea about how Katie and Derek wanted to do stuff, but they unplugged their cameras, but instead they got warning warnings. Um, they talk about like um, social media and stuff like that. And Tristan is like, yeah, it wasn't really that bad, except I just got called evil Jay-Z. And that really tickled Jeffy because he was laughing so hard at that. <laughs> and that was funny because he does kind of favor <laughs>
1: Jay-Z. Yes. But, they, they could yeah. be cousins, brothers maybe. <laughs> even. So, yeah. We'll be right back. So we are back. So next they talk about kind of like the public reaction to certain things. And Jeffy Mentions that people were so mad at him that somebody actually slapped him. They kind of joked and laughed about this, but I was really horrified. Yeah.
2: Oh, people forget that they don't own people on TV. Like, it's still a TV show, but they're still human beings, but we don't have a right to them. So for you to go slap someone, you can be mad at them, but to actually physically touch them, I don't care if it was a tap. That's ridiculous.
1: And look, I, I, you know, it's been a while since I watched Jeff D. Season. He never did anything that would warrant someone like slapping him. He he was never even uh, a bad person. Uh, he wasn't the kindest, but uh, he wasn't, I mean, he wasn't Chris. Okay. If you did, Chris, if you compare to Chris, <laughs> nobody's Chris, but Jeffy
2: was like he he put Shani's through it. He just was closed. It was
1: frustrating. Okay, but I st- anyway, no matter what he did, I guess my thing is okay. If he had if he had done something physically violent and someone wanted to slap him, I might be okay with it. But he never did anything like that. So keep your hands to yourself. <sighs> Use your oh, words if if you want to say something. Um, and then uh, Shanice also talked about how because she was so quickly pregnant after, I mean, she was basically pregnant when their season, after their season aired. Um, and she said people come up and touch her belly, which also terrible. People do it to pregnant women all the time. It's terrible. Stop it. <laughs> um, <laughs> Shanice then talks about how they did Happily Ever After um, and it saved their marriage and their relationship because... At the time that they decided to do happily ever after, they were they were leaning towards just being co parents, but um, like the show basically brought them together. She also talked yeah. about how Jeffy was depressed about being hated. Apparently, Jeffy had gone through life being like, I, "I've met many of them, the good guys." <laughs> <laughs> coming on Married at First Sight was the first time where he wasn't the good guy, and it really messed with him.
2: I really like this because. I watched happy ever after and a, it was so tough to watch. It was oh, so tough because, too. Oh, sorry. After I didn't think they were going to make it. And I think some of the things that they skipped was like Jeff T cheated on her, mm-hmm. you know, when she found the condoms, when they did the rings and all that. And that was just, again, every time I see that they're still together, it's, it, it's a miracle. And I, I'm glad that they're happy.
1: I do. In all the times that we've, seen them because they haven't been on that much since they basically ended couples cam or whatever it was called mm-hmm. um they're good i think they're permanently good <laughs> uh-huh. fingers crossed fingers crossed so next up she asked people what was a fight that they had with their spouse that we didn't see um <laughs> tristan goes first and he says we fought a lot Um, And he said they talked a lot off camera about how this was not going well. And he also mentioned that Mia liked to walk out a lot and then wanted to be chased, a la Lindsay. Um, And he talked about the scene where she said that he kicked her out, gave us lots of background. They show us where she said, he kicked me out at two in the morning. And he's like, no, she did one of her walkouts. She packed up and left. She called production. He said something about throwing a sock at her but when they showed the video, that was definitely a candle. I was confused. <laughs> I, I think I remember sa- that.
2: What? I think I remember him saying that she's the one who walked out, but said that he kicked her out. I
1: think yeah, I, I, the- I think he probably said it even at the reunion. Um, yeah. He also said that it happened at 2 a.m. and that he there's no way he's packing up anybody's belongings at 2 a.m. Uh, <laughs> so she packed her own stuff. Mindy said that she and Zatch didn't fight much. And Jeffy makes a crack about how is Mindy really a fighter? And she's like, no, nah, not really. That tracks. She I mean, how are they
2: gonna fight? He didn't even move in. <laughs> <laughs> she made it seem like he was cute. I'm like, no,
1: like you didn't fight because you were barely married. <laughs> uh, she says the closest she got to losing her shit was their scene. I love how I call it a scene as if it wasn't real life where this man tried to sit there and say, I know you did something and you know what you did instead of telling her what she could have possibly done. The shocking part to me is she's like, yeah, you guys saw 10 minutes, but that went on for three hours. Oh my God. That also reminded me that they went to Panama for their honeymoon. I had completely forgotten that DC went to somewhere as cool as Panama. Same, (laughs) same, same. He was like, when they came in from Panama, I was like, what, really? (laughs) Nice. <laughs> uh, Lindsay says we didn't see all their arguments, which I'm like, we sure did see a whole lot of them. So God knows what was going on with the two of you when there were no cameras around. She tries to convince us. Look, I think Mark the Shark is sucks real bad. I, I will not dispute that with Lindsay. But mm-hmm. she tries to convince us that Chris from Chris and Paige is better than Mark the Shark. And I'm not buying that. It's Tristan wasn't nervous. buying it either. Tristan was giving her major side eye when she said that. <laughs> she said that he lied about his income to production, and that before he even got married, he had lost his job, been evicted, plus the bed bugs. She said that he told production that he was making money that he wasn't making, and she said that he made seventeen k that year, and she knows because they did their taxes together. That is completely unnecessary, and this is why you are a bad person, Lindsay.
2: Very unnecessary. And I think she didn't ask me anything. And she has like a video up. The mass fan had it explaining the taxes. But to me, going even further to show proof about the, why do
1: you care? Stop it. <laughs> um, It was very strange because she said their biggest argument was before the couples retreat. But then we see them arguing at the couples retreat. So, okay. <laughs> she said any time that she brought up that basically Hill's life situation isn't okay, she got gaslit. Do you see what I mean by people learning these terms not knowing how to do? That? <laughs> Once again, whenever Jeffy says something, I'm kind of like, oh wow, because Jeffy was like, but you dogged him out. Yeah, um- <laughs> I'm glad he said something because she just made it seem
2: like she's an angel. Oh my god. <laughs>
1: And Lindsay calls Mark a loser, which I'm like how many times have you called him that, old news. Do you predict that this is what we'll be seeing Gina say
2: about Clint in years to come?
1: <laughs> I, you know, I, whatever you will say about Gina, she's just not as vindictive and yeah, um unstable really as Lindsay. Oh. Lindsay's on a
2: vendetta at this point.
1: It it's just a stunning lack of emotional regulation for a woman her age. Mm. There's no control valve that says, oh, maybe I should not say that. Maybe I should not do that. What do I have to gain from running my mouth like this? It doesn't exist. Kristen and Mitch's big fight was she ran her mouth to her family about the honeymoon. Um, and then one of her family friends, well, my favorite part of her telling the story, she said she told her family it's not going well. He's not attracted to me. He wants to have sex with me. And he's screaming about single use plastics. I was like, that's a good one. So after she told her family this, a family friend went and found him on Instagram and sent him messages that was really, really bad, talking about the army will come for you. Oh. (laughs) She was like... Because Kristen is a normal sane human, she was like, I was mortified. She called her mom on speakerphone with him there to, like, discuss it and stuff, so sometimes I look at Kristen and Mitch, I'm like, if Mitch had just kept his mouth shut about not being attracted to her in the beginning, what could have become of them? What could have become of them? And then there's a the stuff like this that we don't know about that. I'm mm-hmm. like, I, you know, if that hadn't happened too, what could have become. of them? There's too many things, exceptions of what would have happened to them. If they were dude. <laughs> <laughs> so next we delve into a, a, a very interesting topic. Um, so Tristan, Tristan's big scandal of his season was, I mean, in addition to his wife being arrested, which we'll get to later, was in the matchmaking special, he said, I don't prefer women who are darker than me. I'd prefer not to be with someone who's darker than me. Yeah. Thank you for the exact quote, because I don't want to mess that (sighs) up.
2: Can you repeat that for the people? I'd prefer not to be
1: with someone who's darker than me. Okay. Okay. So they ask him about it, and he says he's not remorseful for the comment. I think I was shocked by that because he should have been remorseful. I'm going to let you say all of the things. <laughs> so, <we can. laughs> so the last time he was here, and that's when I guess for me, I, you know, it's been a lot of years. But apparently Tristan has not done anything mass related since his reunion, which was, gosh, like six years ago, seven years ago. I thought he said five years ago. but I don't know Okay, if that tracks. I don't know. I'm I'm not sure. So he said he had thousands of people judging him. They attacked his family. And his excuse was that they show you pictures of everyone you dated. I don't think they do though, so that was kind of strange. And he oh, went I think, I think they do. Well you have to show them pictures of everyone you've dated. Yeah, they look at the pictures, but they didn't I've heard it described twice by the experts and they never say anything about like, they're like, we make the person show us their social media, and we go through the pictures. But they, mm-hmm. he, they've they never said anything about, oh, we show them the pictures and, like, ask them to commentate upon it. Oh, okay. So, he says he's basically dated the United Colors of Benetton ad, um, and that Pastor Kyle saw all the girls he dated, and he said, oh, out of, like, a hundred fifty of them are light-skinned. Then he talked about how he had a thing about being equally yoked and... Um, basically they mashed up two things he said, cause he says something about, I can't remember. Basically you need to be attracted to the person that you're with. And he's like, he's still upset about it. Um, and that's why he hasn't been back on anything mass related. He had people coming up to his mom in church saying that he was a colorist and this is why he stays off social media. And there are YouTube videos that say he hates being black and then he starts crying, but he knows who he is and he's proud of how he was raised. Tristan said a lot of words. Um, None of them the right words. (laughs) None of them the right ones. The conversation then like evolves into something about how whether men can state preferences about who they're attracted to and the double standard between men and women, which has absolutely nothing to do with what Tristan said. (laughs) Absolutely nothing. What Tristan said, why he got so much backlash, uh, he, he earned it in my opinion. There is a whole... like People need to know their history. And if you're black, you really need to know your history. You need to know your history enough so you don't say stupid shit on TV at minimum. Mm -hmm. You saying that you would prefer a woman who's not darker than you is basically saying I prefer light-skinned. Why do you prefer light-skinned? For its proximity to whiteness. He needs to melt his butter. Thank you. I was wondering what stupid phrase it was. You saying... "I, I. the funny thing is, I'm like, did you watch maths? You were on season like six, seven. You could have watched five seasons to see they were never going to put you with anybody darker than you. I could have told you that. You didn't have to say it.
2: <laughs> oh, there were so many things wrong with this. One, he could have just solved this by saying, I apologize. Listen, at beginning and middle whatever, Tristan wants a light-skinned woman. His wife is light-skinned right now. So let's not... Play that game or anything or whatever. That's his preference, whatever. But don't come here and say like there is nothing in your words. Don't have weight. If you are black, you are proud of where you come from. Your family is black. Good for you. But then you should know that colorism is a huge thing in our community. Um, in one of our episodes, Aid has broken down. You know the whole history of that and why it's a huge thing. Where it's like the lighter the better, and it's still prevalent in this right now. So it was a very responsible thing to say. It was a very irresponsible thing to say because it's very careless. So just come back after all the years and all the time that you've had to reflect, even like though the world discovered even black people in 2020, like there's more information more than ever. You could have just come back and said, I am sorry for what I said. It was just really irresponsible and I can see how it could be harmful. But to double down 10 toes down on that, Mm -mm -mm. I can't believe it. I truly cannot believe this. And then it's being hosted by a black woman who has, well, I assume she had more insight on that. And then you open it up to the floor for everyone to speak about. I mean, I don't think, like, white people have the range. It's not something that they experience or they've gone through. And then it was brought down to being compared to someone being 5'9 or 5'10. To, I was so mad!
1: I mean, and when, I just want to be very clear for people, the reason why you can't compare it to being a blonde or a brunette or compare it to being a, uh, being tall or being short is not the same. There is not a whole racist history of a country to contend with when you're talking about blondes or brunettes, maybe in Germany, not here. So uh, no. That's not going to fly with me. And I also didn't really appreciate Shawnee saying like, oh, I've seen pictures of your family. Nobody cares about pictures of your family. You can love your family all the same, and yet you can still absorb the message that bright is right.
2: Yeah. And for anyone who is looking for more context, there's a lot of information out there. You can look it up and you can see what it is. But it was just really, to me, Insulting to just bring it down and just as saying, Oh, if I prefer someone that's 5'9, when well, there's a whole painful history attached to this. So, Shanice did a no no there, she's just going there, caping for him. I'm like, No, but anyways, I was just really mad. <laughs> I was really mad
1: <laughs> at that whole segment because uh, I will say, I though, I her. was very surprised to hear that Kristen is 5'8. I was like, I didn't know that. <laughs> Maybe she looks because, tall. Though. Like Alexis was also a tall girl. And I think and Stasia, I think, is tall. I think if you put all the girls together, then it's harder to see, like, oh yeah, she's she's quite tall. Yeah, Mitch is tall. So after everybody is done saying their piece about preferences that have nothing to do with what Tristan did, um, Tristan <laughs> is given the floor again. And he talks about how he's been married for three years and he has a two year old. And I'm like, I swear he said this at the top. Um <laughs> everything he learned about marriage and the show he knew what to look for and that's how he found Rachel and these are tears of joy because if he didn't go through the craziness who knows what could have happened and then they show pictures of his wife and I'm like she kind of looks like Mia (laughs) I think Tane has remarked upon this before but I was like she looks like Mia um then they they give him lots of tissues and they offer him a hug and they joke about him not going away again for 5 years that he should come back and do more math things I guess. Next up they're going to talk about the experts. There's not a lot to say here. Tristan says Dr. Pepper was great and she taught him the I feel method of fighting and he uses that with his current wife which is great. Mindy said that she connected with Dr. Viviana, who was integral to her journey, which I remember Dr. Viviana basically sitting down with her and being like, you know, you can get rid of that man. And that's what she did. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Kristen said Pastor Cal really listened to her and really um, told Mitch how great she was. (laughs) And he was the one who told her that she was getting married. And so Pastor Cal was, um, was, was really good. Lindsay says that Pastor Cal was her man um tristan says (laughs) did the black scent come out it sure did it sure did (laughs) tristan says dr jessica even after filming um and in his new relationship he has like reached out to her and she's helped counsel him and his wife which honestly if you guys go to our patreon and listen to our interview with dr um pepper and dr jessica um we talked about her helping out Shawnee's and Jeffy even after uh, the show ended, which I found fascinating. Um, and they talk mm-hmm. about it here um, and how she, you know, told them that they were going to co-parent and she was going to help them do it. Um, so Shawnee said, Shawnee's and Jeffy also, uh, <laughs> I don't know if cover is the right word, defended, defended because Monique mentions to, I'm like, of the five people on the earth who may not know that Dr. Jessica married John Franchetic <laughs> Monique is here for you. And (laughs) and she asked Jeffy and Shanice when they found out. And Jeffy jokes that he found out at their wedding. That was funny. But also makes it more suspicious. Like, why are you joking about that? (laughs) Yep. We're not trying to spill the tea. And then she asked them for real. And Shanice is like, she's a professional. Nothing happened when they were filming. She talks about how people were like, when she came from Mali, people thought it was because she was doing something with John. No, 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 she wasn't. Which I do believe that, but I don't think you can convince me that she had zero feelings for him whatsoever and that didn't influence kind of how she went after Molly.
2: Somehow I think I can see how it happened. I think the only difference is maybe it wasn't romantic, but she was just thinking this guy's such a great guy. Yes. Why aren't you giving him time of the day? But I don't think it was like, ooh, I like this guy.
1: <laughs> um Shawnee says that Jeffy knew before her about um Jessica and John. And he says, yeah, when they got married. So
2: <laughs> I oh, wish they were the
1: tea. I wish they there's were Lindsay's. <laughs> asking Monique asked about the exercises that the experts would give them Mindy reminds us of the tantric yoga that she was forced to do with Zatch Mm -hmm. um and she says now she does yoga and sex but not together um Kristen was really sweet about talking about how they got to explore their childhoods and it made her understand Mitch more it didn't grow their romantic life at all but it gave her the grace and patience and allowed her to get to know him Henry said he liked the blindfold episode because he was shut down and it helped him focus and answer questions. They spent a lot of time talking about producers and how the producers were great. I'm always like giving people side eye when they say people are their family. I'm like, but are they though? Are they really? Just because you hung out with them for a lot and they filmed you? Come on, it's possible. (laughs) They spend so
2: much time. One of them was there while she was giving birth. You see someone in that state, your family, by force of fire. (laughs)
1: <laughs> okay. The the love for the producers definitely shone through here.
2: Yeah. I do see them hang out because it's one of the producers who, on her birthday, she wrote about how even her friends didn't show up for her and she never goes for the limelight, which is why she works behind the scenes. And Stasha took the time and drove like over two hours just to be there for her birthday and gave her her flowers and stuff like that. So that's one thing that's genuine on MAPS, like the producers and... The cast, their relationships seem to be genuine and alas. So
1: I don't know how many times Lindsay has gotten the opportunity to talk shit about Mark, but even I mean, she was being nice about the producers and being like they were so helpful. They even helped me clean up Mark's life. And I'm like, you never stop, lady, you never stop. Yep. That's what I'm
2: like. This is new for me. We're blaming cast members, not production. That is <laughs> <laughs> that is something. <laughs>
1: You're a reality TV producer, though. You're like it's in the job description. They're like, after this is over, the cast is going to blame you. Don't take it personal. <laughs> Just make TV. <laughs> Our next segment is shocking moments. Um, Lindsay talks about cleaning out the bed bugs, and this woman says, "What's crazier, the bed bugs or a 40-year-old man living in an attic with a roommate?" <laughs> <sighs> yes. <laughs> I, this is the only, I can't even call this kind. She says, in fairness to him, he had found about the Bex bugs before, so they had sprayed the floor, and the house didn't portray who he was. Although there was a lot of word art, and that is reflective.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then the shocking moment for Henry was when his wife implied that he was gay. And I was like, to me, the shocking moment was when we found out she was, you know, a Homeless. little roused. That's <laughs> where I thought they were gonna. T- they were going to say, um, he's very like blasé about the whole thing. He's like, "Well, she was probably trying to figure out why I wasn't attracted to her, so she was just throwing mud at the wall and seeing what sticks." And it was the pandemic. I'm like, "What does the pandemic have to do with accusing people of being gay?" But he says he forgives her for it. <laughs> for Tristan, and it was he, I'm
2: sorry. sorry. He can let it go, and I think that's ten thousand times worse when he accused. When you try to make someone's sexuality dirty or. Accuse him of the wrong sexuality or anything like that. And he can let it go. But Lindsay is still here, dragging <laughs> God knows what <laughs> over here.
1: Please no peace, Lindsay. No peace and be free. <laughs> you're not giving woman in a happy new relationship. That's not the vibe that you're giving. mm To She's have just- this much
2: energy? <sighs> mm
1: Tristan's shocking moment, of course, was when Mia was arrested. This little segment bothered me. Um, Why? Because Tristan is like, well, you know, we get to the airport. Every See, this is the behind the scenes stuff. He's like, all the crew and everybody has already gone. We were the last to leave. But then when they leave, you know, Mia's arrested. And then three days later, you know, he gets to see the charging documents or whatever. And she says, we see her on camera saying like, Baton Rouge, I've never been there, or, I mean, I know who that person is, but, like, I don't know why these charges, and he's like, no, she lived with him. Now, Leah has come out in the years since and said that, like, it was a fairly bad domestic violence situation. I feel like her explanation is that, the, and it, I think it's a, a reasonable one, is that this guy was, like, basically very abusive, and part of his abuse was filing these fake charges on her to make her life more difficult when she broke up with him. So, and all of that is out there and very easy to find. So I'm like, Tristan, I don't know. If you have that knowledge, the way you're speaking about it now is really not cool. Yeah.
2: I I didn't think anything of it at the time because I just, I think all I was trying to remember was how Mia was kind of suspect.
1: Yes, she was. I mean,
2: no pun intended, but it was just, she would always say things like really calm and you'd be like, well, she doesn't look like she'll do anything wrong. But then five minutes later, we'll find out that she was lying. So.
1: And to be fair, maybe, maybe she's lying. Like maybe the stuff that I've read, she's lying. I can't be sure of that. But I don't know.
2: I don't know. We'll give Tristan, this is first time after how many years, so. He's letting it all out.
1: Then we can tell that they really needed to just fill in the time because they're like, what advice do you have for people? I mean, I feel like after watching how many episodes of After Party, all of the guests who go on there, all of the previous people have come on there. Does anybody have any new useful advice for MAPS participants? Uh
2: Mm-mm. Because you never know what you're going to get. Imagine giving someone advice and you get a Chris from uh, Atlanta. All that there's goes that into advice. the trash.
1: <laughs> there's nothing you're going to use. Who's preparing you for someone having a baby? <laughs> I mean, Shawnee's saying, like, don't come on here if you just want to be on reality TV. There's okay. another person yeah. involved. That was, I guess that was good advice, but it's like, who's going to follow
2: it? <laughs> yeah. If you're looking for fame, nothing is getting in your way. There's only, um. there's one more thing that reminded me why I wasn't such a fan of Mindy. When they play the game of agree or disagree. And Mindy says that she had a great experience
1: during her time. How? Did we watch the same show? I mean, she got to hang out with the girls. Remember that those girls all loved each other and were besties? Uh, she didn't have a great... She just said, overall, I had a great experience. That was
2: part of the uh, nice side of it. But for the most part, she did not have a great experience. Your husband didn't even want to talk to you. So. <laughs> but she never really fully stands up for herself. And she just tries to make everything so nice. I didn't. I, I. I don't like that.
1: I. You know. I just want to make sure that I'm being equal and fair. So we make mm-hmm. fun of Lindsay, or I make fun of Lindsay for just being all over the place and not being able to let go of her hatred for Mark. Mm-hmm. I have never. There are. There, like you said, there's 128 people we follow. The ones on Instagram that um, have an Instagram profile. I just don't think there's a single person who's as thirsty as Mindy when it comes to hanging out with people who run half. And I judge her for that. (laughs)
2: Um, I liked it. I just think it went a little bit too long after a while. It was just like, do I care about this? Do I care about that? I would prefer if it's a show that actually tells me all. And I find out things that I don't know again, but after we watch a show every week for six months, for two hours and then we watch the after party and then we have one special in between and then you come to a tell-all and there's not really that much tell-all. It's a lot.
1: (laughs) I really liked it. I agree with you that we could have shortened this and still had a pretty good show. Um, I do kind of want to go back and watch some of the older ones where they have, um, you know, some of the people from previous seasons on just to see, because I just actually Quite enjoyed this trip down memory lane. Yeah, you might enjoy It's a different format. So it's not exactly the
2: same like a tell-all. It's just that it's like a where are they now? Because I think they had one where they had people from all the seasons and all the, and it was more couples. So that's different. So yeah, you should watch it and let us know your thoughts. Will do.
1: All right, guys, that is it for this week. You can find Tane on the rewatch with Nana. They're rewatching Sex in the City. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at AlterCallMAFS. That's A-L-T-A-R-C-A-L-L-M-A-F-S. We love hearing from you guys on social media. We're available anyway. you listen
2: to podcasts. Thank you for listening to us. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes. Give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or Spotify if you're so inclined. And we'll be, well, A to be here with a special guest next week for part one of the reunion. Finally. Bye,
1: bye, guys. Thank you.
0: Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for one twenty nine each, then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for two forty nine a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon.